0: Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I am your host, Perry, and with me this week is the the man, the bird himself, Swan. Hello. Hi Swan.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. That's it?
1: Yeah, that's, I made all, it. that's I made all we it, got yeah. for it
0: for them this week.
1: I mean, we're just skipping everything to get into the No, we'll we'll do everything. We'll get there. We yeah, got we'll, we got lots
0: it. of stuff to get through, but yeah. it is. It is BTAC week. It is BTAC week. It is finally the, the week that we've been looking forward to all year. Buffalo Trace Antique Collection Reviews. Thankful for Buffalo Trace to for sending us these samples again. We'll, we'll get into them here in just a little bit. But we're not quite there yet, unfortunately. We do have some news to get to. A little bit of news, a little bit of releases, some labels. All some the labels. All the good stuff. I'll put a time code below as well for anybody who wants to hop on to the uh, the review itself. So, oh, and we're also doing video for this. Oh yeah. I don't know if this is gonna go to just Patreon or to the uh, to the main YouTube feed. But Let's
1: just push it to the YouTube feed, man. Yeah, all right, sure. People people want to see the B stuff. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, what about flying blind? We do that first. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm okay you've had this before
1: i have yeah it's very familiar
0: i mean like i know you've had this but like i've given it to you before
1: oh okay <laughs> <laughs> mm. it's kind of like some red hots going on in there it's good in my belly Oh, it is That's cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: this is, this is this a, uh, is a Buffalo Trace pick that I was on for oh, the, the Carolina the one. Carolina Whiskey Society. Yeah. And I okay. uh, wow. I figured it was only appropriate to get our palettes aligned with the Buffalo Trace products. Oh yeah, for this. Could have done Weller Special Reserve. Could have done Baby Saz. Could have done Eagle Rare. Let's Could've just name all the products Stai from Junior. Buffalo Trace.
1: <laughs> Just throw you right in.
0: Yeah, well, I just wanted to to give us a, a good starting point, though. Swan, I'm also just remembering that um, we've got some things we need to we need to talk about oh, here on the yeah. show before we even get to the news. We're making oh. everybody wait, essentially. Oh yeah, this is the big pregnant pause before <laughs> before the BTAC review. So we have some really cool, fun, exciting things that are about to happen here with the podcast. A lot of them have been basically because of you guys who listen to the show every single week. And uh, also, if you're new to the show, thank you all so much for being here and for listening to this week's episode. Subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a five-star rating and review. That's not what we're here to talk about, though. What we're here to talk about is what is about to happen in the podcast life. People have been clamoring for these two things to happen. Telling us constantly, asking us constantly, when's it going to happen? You need to make it happen. Well, guess what? It's happening. Finally. It's finally here. Almost. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. It it will be here soon. Yes. Before we know it. Much like Baby Ritter here in a couple of weeks. Poof. Baby. She's going to be a child. Anyway, we are finally going to be releasing Glasses. Official Tim Mm -hmm. Bib glasses. Uh, They will be Glen Cairns. It's the first time we will have ever released products like this. Um, They are actually going to be available to Patreon first. Yes. But generally, they are going to be available at whiskeyambitions.com. They are. That's right. Chad and Sarah have opened up a little bit of space on their their wonderful website for us to uh, put out put out some extra products, some, some extra merch. Um, so that's going to be where you will be able to order not just this set of glasses, but future glasses as well, and probably challenge coins as well when the time comes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we have always been very thankful for Chad and Sarah supporting us and, and keeping us going. They were some of the very first guests I ever had on the podcast. I've been fortunate enough to hang out with them over the past three years and, and get to know them very well. And, you know, it's just been, it was a very natural occurrence that uh, we wound up doing
1: this. So yeah. And I'll even be helping pack some of them. So you might yes. see a swan feather here and there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'd like to do, you know, handwritten notes or something for these first, this first round or even, you know, first few, because why not? You guys are supporting us and... Um, you know, it's just just a nice little added ding touch. Yeah. That's what it sounds like when I touch things. Ding.
1: I would get so annoying. It
0: is terribly annoying. Yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> 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 anyway, so whiskeyambitions.com is where you're going to be able to find that glassware. And also patreon.com slash my podcast is where you can order them as a patron of the show, first and foremost. I think it'll be like through Patreon to whiskeyambitions. I think something like that. We haven't worked out the the logistics of it with Chad just yet, but that is coming. The other thing that's coming is something that we have been just dying to do almost since day one of the podcast. Yeah. And thankfully, Adam Terry, who is a listener of the show, friend of the show, supporter of the show, uh, member of the Nashville Bourbon Society as well, offered this up to us really at the beginning of the year. And we kind of had a hard time saying no because it's, it's just an incredible thing that we wanted to, to bring to, to listeners as well. It's going to be the very first Pip barrel pick. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy just saying that out loud. And, um, you know, it, it is in conjunction, of course, with, with the Nashville Bourbon Society. So mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be split 50-50, basically. 50-ish, 50-ish. And uh, Patreon again is going to be the first ones to have access to that patreoncom slash podcast. But we are uh, we're really excited. We're actually going up next month, end of next month, and we're going to be picking it, and it'll be available in I think December of this year. Yes, as well. But anyway, so so patrons are going to get the uh, um, the the first go at it. And probably the only go at it, but that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be where you can uh, get access to that. So uh, if, if you are interested in getting a taste of what our palates tend to lean towards, are you nervous about this at all? Because I'm a little nervous.
1: It's my it's my first barrel pick. Really? Yeah, I've never done one. I didn't
0: realize that.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna wing it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's going to be cool. Yeah. I want to put stickers on stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, all that information is actually going to be available on Patreon this coming Friday. So if you're not yet a patron, go ahead and sign up over there for as little as a dollar a month. $5 a month gets you bonus content as well. Uh, but that's where the link for pre-orders is going to be for the, for the pick. For the pick.
1: Yeah, and I mean, when the glasses do get here, just I know our, our Patreons usually show up strong for stuff. Yeah. So there's a good chance that it might also only reside in Patreon. A very good chance of that. So A very good definitely, chance. Definitely a good time to join that.
0: Yes, please. And we do appreciate everybody who is able to support us financially on Patreon, if you're not able to. Totally understandable. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely 100% understandable. But uh, those of you who can and do, thank you so much, as always. Swan, I got to ask you, though, before we get to the news, is there anything you've been drinking recently?
1: Yeah, I've had more of that Rebel pick. Yes. Nice. It's just solid. It's so good. The whole bottle's gone. It's so
0: good. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Did we... So that's an episode that hasn't even come out yet. No. Because that was one of our banked episodes.
1: Yeah, but when you do get to it, uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Bottles just... It's just good. It's gone. (laughs) Yeah. I believe it.
0: It was very delicious. Mm-hmm. It was very, very delicious.
1: I'm trying to think.
0: Oh, um, I picked up Maker's One Hundred One. Oh yeah. This past weekend, that has been
1: everywhere recently.
0: Yeah, it, it in in large amounts mm-hmm. too. Um, it's in it's inside, or I would go in, or I would pull it out for you. But I want to stay on the Buffalo Trace stuff. Can oh keep yeah, we'll Buffalo just do Trace? all BT today. Yeah, I am excited. <laughs> we'll have some Blantons next, I guess. Maybe. I sweet uh, Adam Terry also stopped by on Friday and dropped did, off some man. Riff
1: Busters Riff Busters they went nuts they on getting that thing designed they, they did. did with their previous one too uh-huh. uh, it was
0: killer It is it was really nice. good and uh, it's a great bottle oh.
1: I haven't gotten into it yet I'm going too soon it's it probably get, happening tomorrow night
0: I, I, I will tell you take some time with it Mm-hmm. and I don't mean just to drink it to get that daggum thing open like it took me, it, it took me a solid ten minutes to get the wax off of it, just so I could pop the cork.
1: You gotta want it, Perry. I did. <laughs> you gotta want it. I did. You did. You got I did want it, yeah. it and it I want more.
0: <laughs> it also got me excited for our pick.
1: Yeah, I'm probably just mine just gonna like tap a hole in the side of it and just pour it out, <laughs> <laughs> so that way it looks full constantly. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. That's our what we've been
0: drinking. Let's talk about a little bit of news before we get to this review. There are some exclusive releases that have been announced over the past couple of weeks. Rabbit Hole is going to be putting out uh, their first edition of the Founders Collection with a cast strength uh, rye whiskey.
1: Have you seen this bottle yet? It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It, it is got a little squatty Freaking gorgeous than the, the other ones. But Don't instead care. of just putting the like um, the wrap around it, they yeah. actually it's like embossed. Yeah. It it's looks cool great. looking. <laughs> it looks really it's cool. good.
0: I let me try to find the proof. One fourteen point six proof. Mm-hmm. Um, ninety five five rye. Really excited about that. The only thing that could be a little off putting. One hundred ninety five
1: per bottle. Yeah, it's a it six is. year
0: rye at one hundred ninety five. I will
1: say they made it look
0: worth it. They did. They, they did. It, it looks. It looks le. It looks like it deserves the price tag. Mm-hmm. So, I I just want to I just want to try it <laughs> before I cast any judgment. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say on that. The next one, though. Next one, we are actually going to be able to try. We are
1: gonna try that one,
0: and that is coming up here soon. We were talking about this on Patreon that we're basically just gonna be doing Le stuff on the podcast here, kind of time, man. So yeah, uh, and this is gonna be one of them, the newest Parker's Heritage bottle, uh, which we mm-hmm. talked about on the show a couple weeks back, I believe. Uh, but this has been officially announced. It is a 10-year-old heavy char bourbon. Last year was the heavy char rye. Uh, this is going to be 120 proof, and it's actually going to
1: be $120. All right. <laughs> I'm just excited, I'm just man. excited man. for that rye it. rye last year, it was one of those things where Parkers had put out a bunch of stuff in the past couple yeah. of years that everyone had a resounding, like, it's fine. Yeah. Not really looking forward to the next one. The price yeah. tag's a bit there. Then last year, we got a bottle and the sample kit that Heaven Hill was so mm-hmm. nice of sen- to send to us blew me away. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm all for some more heavy charge stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I am. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm very, very much here for it. There is also going to be a new release of King of Kentucky. And Ooh. for the first time ever, it's going to be outside of the Commonwealth itself. We're sorry, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry that it hasn't gotten there yet or sorry that you have to drink it?
1: I'm sorry that somebody's going to wait in line with thinking this is like got this stigma built up out out of state and they're going to pick it up. And, you know, it may be your flavor profile. It just was not it was not mine. The, the first one that we had, that we got to try of Chad's, <laughs> yeah. you, you waited in line for that one. I did. I waited in line for him. Yeah, and it was like, you. you we drank it, and I was like, this is liquid pain. It was not good. It was
0: not. It was really not good. And Chad was upset with how expensive it was, too. Like, how much he paid for it.
1: Yeah, I think he mentioned it on like three or four episodes. Oh, no, he definitely how did. How upsetting he it did. was.
0: <laughs> not just on this show, but also on It's Bourbon Night. Yeah. He talked about I've
1: it. I've never seen him research another thing so much because he's just like, did <laughs> anyone else enjoy this? Is this good for anybody else? And he's just like, apparently some of the barrels were good, but mine was awful. Yeah, <laughs> his was
0: not a very good single barrel. Uh, this is going to be 14 years old and is going to be non-chill filtered with a proof ranging from 125 to 135.
1: It's going to be an MSRP of $250. Woo. I'm
0: Woo.
1: good. Well. <laughs> I'm good. I'll try it. You guys out of state, pick it up.
0: Yeah, and that's just going to be in Ohio and Illinois, mm-hmm. by the way. It's not going to be super wide. Uh, there's also going to be another edition of the Basil Hayden 10-year It bourbon.
1: didn't go away. I saw a bottle of this and some Caribbean rum sitting on a shelf today. That doesn't surprise me
0: honestly it doesn't surprise me
1: that's like if Mc, if mcdonald's was just like the mcribs back and it's like it's not left the menu it's never been gone it's not, <laughs> it's not left the menu what is that new travis scott meal at mcdonald's i don't know but i've been seeing people pull up to the the drive-thru window and start blasting some travis scott music that's annoying <laughs> don't do that those people don't get paid enough and to deal part, with that nonsense the worst part is always the person on the other end that's actually yeah. working for mcdonald's it's just like what do you want to drink with it? <laughs> like just uh, so that's, pretty, that's pretty brutal. <laughs> like, haha, so original. <laughs> wow. You want to Coke no, with it? Or... No, <laughs> thought
0: of this before. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> pretty bad. Do you want to supersize it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be $70 uh, a bottle. It's still going to be 80 proof. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to pass on it. <laughs> Personally. I just, I can't. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I do want to talk about this. We, have, we don't normally talk about uh, scotch on mm-hmm. this show, but this is a hard one not to bring up. I don't know anything about this, ra- the, the, this product range. This series of releases. I do know that it's ultra premium.
1: Ultra, well, ultra, 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 ultra premium. <laughs> so some of it is. I know a little bit about it. I know that they have a very, very popular product. And I don't want to mispronounce it. I think it's the Bal... Uh, it's Balwini. Balwini. It's definitely Balwini. Uh, and it's the Doublewood. They have one called Double Doublewood. Uh, and it's... It's a very popular product.
0: Wait, no, no, no. I'm looking at the the... Oh, are you talking about the the one that is popular?
1: Well, this is this is something they put out on a regular basis. The double wood, uh, I'm talking about the,
0: the the fifty.
1: Yeah, I know, but I'm you, I'm just saying they have some accessible stuff. It's oh, not just okay. these ridiculously. Okay, uh, and I mean I I don't think it's astronomical as far as scotch goes, <laughs> uh, but it's a very popular drink. And this one, however, this the, is astronomical. Th- this is astronomical. This is a fifty year old scotch.
0: At 92 proof, 148 bottles available for the low, low price of $40,000, $40,500, excuse me. That's bananas. That is insane. It's nuts. Yeah. I, I, I know people will buy this. I know that there are going to be people who will buy this. Yes. Yes. But this is... I I cannot even fathom why I would purchase this.
1: I I don't know why you would either. Uh, Not even just talking about you specifically, just any person. Just anybody, yeah. Uh, But I mean, the the thing that kills me too is like, this is, it looks like their original bottle. Like the double Uh, wood that I see, it does. It's just a very classed up version with a nice container with it. That's probably like really not that much more in packaging. Maybe it's got some gold leaf on it, the cork is something special, whatever. Yeah. But have you ever seen like the McAllen 65 and some of those up there? Oh yeah, they look like works of art. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're like hand blown glass and yeah. this and that. <laughs> I mean, even the you know double what is it? The double eagle, very rare or whatever, oh, yeah. look cooler than this. Yeah. And it was like eight thousand secondary. Yeah. I mean, it. I don't know. Go them, I guess. I don't know. Go them, indeed. Whoever put that in the barrel may not be alive. That, like that's, that's insane.
0: That is that is highly possible. Speaking of another uh, of other rather ultra premium products, Kentucky Owl Dry State is supposed to be released this month.
1: Now I want to hear from you about this one.
0: So I have gotten to try this. If you listened to last week's episode with Dixon Deadman, who's one of the co-founders of Kentucky Owl, I drank this. It was sitting on his table. Mm-hmm. We came up in conversation. And I said, Dixon, I would like to try it. Is that okay? And he said, yeah, absolutely. And I did. And let me tell you, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> it is so good. Is it $1,000 worth of good? It's all subjective. But Marie thinks so too. But it, it is, a, it is some really really good bourbon and yeah. i part of me is like if i could afford it i would buy a bottle yeah <laughs> it's just a uh you know it's an investment it and, is and and dixon's thing too is that he knew that it was going to be something that people would have sit as a display piece you know yeah. It's it's not going to be in the, the way that he phrased it was something to the effect of, well, it's Thursday night, and I'm going to go out on my back porch and blast Kenny Chesney while I'm drinking this $1,000 bottle of bourbon.
1: <laughs> I want that life, man. Yeah.
0: Wouldn't it be something? Yeah. Wouldn't it be something? Uh, it's super, super limited. 2,000 bottles. Yeah. So... And they're actually going to be, uh, uh, we, and we talked about this on the on the show last week. Uh, there's going to be uh, five bottles that are sent to uh, Christie's auction house in New York, um, and uh, they're actually going to actually going to auction it off for the National Restaurant Association's Employee Advancement Fund, which is in direct uh, uh, response to COVID-19. Heaven Hill has also announced the newest edition of the Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond. This one's 14 years old. I actually reviewed this on last week's live stream. Yeah. So you can go and check that out. I'll get you, I'll get you to try a little bit of this after we're done with the antique collection. No
1: one's upset with that. No. No one's upset know. with that. That
0: might be a last call kind of deal.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: yes, sir. All right. $140 a bottle, limited edition, uh, 14 years old, as I said, under proof. Bottle to bond. Yeah. It's really good. It, it is It is truly really good. It's one of the better outings, I think, that Evan Hill has had with the, the Old Fitz products. It's not their first 14-year-old. The first one came in 2018 when they started uh, started this yeah. this series, uh, and that was gift shop only.
1: Yeah, it hit a few stores. It was one of those that it's like gift shop only, and then it's yeah. like some random store in the middle of nowhere. is like, look what I got. Uh-huh. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that ever happened. I don't either. Accident?
0: Maybe they ordered it on the off chance that they would get some. I don't know. I really don't know. It's not that big a deal. Uh, but you can go check out uh, my review of that on youtube.com slash podcast. So on, I think that's all of the releases. Let's talk about a couple of new TTB labels that have come across the desk. The first one, Chicken cock Barrel Proof, 15 years old.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll take it.
0: I will take it, 114 proof. Let's see where this was actually distilled. If we can, uh, if we can garner any of that information.
1: It does look like it's a um, limited release. It looks like they've got 1,400 bottles. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm not seeing uh, where it was uh, where it was distilled on this label. Um,
1: no, it just says that it was a pick from somewhere. Yeah, it does
0: say it was bottled in uh, in Bardstown, though. So much yeah. like other other chicken cock products, I'm excited for this. I want to try it. I, I I know that it's not you know here yet, but I look forward to seeing what this uh this one's gonna look
1: like. I I would like to see some more like a cast strength rye from them. Uh huh. Because I really enjoyed their rye. Their
0: rye is super good. Super good. This next one is really interesting, too. And it's our final one before we get into the reviews. It's the Maker's Mark Private Selection Community Batch. Huh. It's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, It looks like it's going to be about 108.5 proof. It says release date August 2020. I don't think that's true. Um, No. Looks like it's got something to do with, uh, with Edward Lee, the chef, Uh, It says, a very special release uh, created by the community for the community to support our
1: trade and hospitality partners. Very cool. Very, very very cool. Also limited. Looks like it's bottle 117 out of 8,000 on the neck tag. Yeah. So that'll be interesting.
0: Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. Well, Swan, that does it for the news. I think it's time that we do it. Time for what? We get into Swan, don't do this. (laughs) Don't you do this to me? Let me take my final sip of Buffalo Trace Normal Edition collection.
1: And then There's weak stuff over here. Get it?
0: Get it out of here. <laughs> and we are going to move into the 2020 releases of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. As we said before, Buffalo Trace sent all five of these samples to us. So. We appreciate them. Thank this you is so much. The second year in a row that we've been able to try all of these. Mm-hmm. This is the, the time of year that I look forward to. Every day I'm like, maybe, maybe we're not gonna I got I got really worried about it too mm-hmm. this year. I was like, maybe we're not gonna get the, the samples this year. And it just took a couple of hours to get the email back asking for the
1: address. And I was like, Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, we got them. Mm-hmm. We got them. So let's uh let me take my drink.
1: I'm just excited for this because, like, every year this is, like, the beginning of LE season. Yep. I got my glasses. (laughs) Mine are on my
0: face. I'm wearing some, too. Yeah. Mine are just to block out blue light.
1: Oh, mine are because I'm blind and blue light. Oh, okay. (laughs) We
0: should probably start lowest proof, right?
1: Yes. Which is the SAS 18, is that right? The
0: SAS 18, if I can find it.
1: Now, I went back and listened to our podcast from last year. Did you? On this. Okay. Yes. We were not super impressed with this. Okay. That was pitiful. Yeah. <laughs> that was we, me trying to crack <laughs> open the bottle. I apologize. We were actually not as impressed with this as we thought. This was always kind of a holy grail bottle for both of us. And we both thought it was resoundingly just minty. Like, it was good, mm-hmm. but it was just very minty.
0: I'm also We're also passing these back and forth. Um... I, I am excited to try this one to see if my impression of it last year was unique or, or just something that is common with SAS-18. Uh, they also, they being Buffalo Trace, sent along this handy little cheat sheet of information to let us know about the the products themselves. Uh, so this, about the SAS-18, Sazerac Rye 18-year-old, excuse me, 90 proof I uh, this 20 oh, I don't want to read the flavors yet the previous edition uh, was named best dry whiskey aged 11 years and over by Jim Murray's whiskey Bible the barrels for this whiskey were filled in the spring of 2002 and it rested on the third floor of warehouse K it is bottled at 90 proof I uh, more about its uh, accolades all of these bottles uh, by the way are MSRP $99 so it hasn't gone up. No, it stayed the same from what it was last year. I, uh, it did go up at some point. I don't know the exact history behind it.
1: I remember the first year that we uh, were looking for these bottles. I think it was like 2017. We were able to get one. I'm pretty sure the MSRP for the WLW at the time was 89.99. I think that's about right. Yeah. So it's not gone up significantly. Not not to the level that they could. You know. It's just.
0: Let's just get into this.
1: Now, does it say anywhere on there what the uh, yield on this was? Because I know that the evaporation rate on this last year was like eighty nine. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. it was just in, it was nuts.
0: Um, no, nothing, nothing about the, nothing about the the loss. Interestingly enough. Okay. Automatically, I like the nose on this better than I did last year's.
1: I do too. Yeah, it's still got that minty quality.
0: It does, but I think that's just going to be present on older rides. Yeah, I think that that's something that you have to expect. But it's layered so nicely with these cocoa notes. There's a vanilla note kind of dancing around, mingling in there too, and there's even like a there's even an orange peel, orange zest.
1: See, I'm getting a little toasted coconut too. I can see that. Kind of on the back of the nose. Mm-hmm. A bit. That is dense, man. It's it, for the proof.
0: Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. The age is definitely what's carrying this. For oh, sure. Oh, 18 years, I would hope
1: so. <laughs> I mean, just... Oh, the finish. It's still going. That is.
0: One hundred percent better. Oh yeah, than last year's.
1: Last year was very like wintergreen, mm-hmm. kind of you know mint. This and one's it's got some nuance.
0: And it totally could be that it's just last year's was not in our 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 flavor wheel profile
1: thing. Oh man, this is nuts. <laughs> this is so good. It's really really good. Have you ever like? gone to thanksgiving and had so much food you had to like take a breath for a second (laughs) this is like so dense i just i had a sip of it and i'm like uh, i need a moment oh man all right let me this is the first one too this is the first of the
0: antique collection that we've had for this year
1: even my liver's happy about this one man
0: (laughs) this is the first time your liver's ever said thank you not because you weren't drinking exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man I, I'm I'm a fan.
0: I am a fan of this one.
1: You're gonna have to tell me to drink this because at, at some <laughs> point I'm just gonna live in the nose.
0: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a second sip. Bobby. You can stay in the nose all you want, but
1: mm. it's oily. Right when you think the finish is over, you get another spike of it. That's good. It's just it's just good. That might be the most impressive finish I've ever had. Wow. I mean, it's not my favorite. Let me get that straight. Sure. But as far as like the way that it kind of, it feels like it's phased out and then it comes right back in and then stays around for a long time. Like it's still sitting on my tongue. I probably drank it a good 10, 15 seconds ago. Oh yeah, absolutely. It is oily and dense. Like if you, if you're a person that really like enjoys looking at like the legs on your Glencairn, it's crazy. I mean, this is just intense, man. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, these legs are so long and like ridiculous. They could play NBA. I mean, it's <laughs> it's up there. Like, okay, good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling to come up with words uh, no, for this, man. It's, it's the this is right out of
0: the gate. Right out of the gate, this one is just it's
1: it came to play. It did, and this is you know, 90 proof. So.
0: And we even haven't even gotten to the opposite end of the spectrum, which is the higher proof, lower aged Thomas H. Handy.
1: Oh yeah, which last year we preferred yeah. a great deal more. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll we'll see
0: about that. Should we try the first installment of the bourbon in this year's collection? Which, by the way, uh, I I don't want to go through and and rank everything. I can't remember how we ranked them last year. Did we just kind of give a thumbs up, thumbs down, or what was the what was our system?
1: Uh, we pretty much just kind of gave like a buyer's guide, like how we wanted, if you, you know, got the opportunity to buy all yeah. five, which one would you grab? What order? Okay. That was basically where we went. All right. Well, we'll come back to our our
0: preference then. Yeah. I have <laughs> high hopes for this one.
1: Which, which one is this one? This
0: is the Eagle Rare 17. Woo, buddy. All right. Because last year's was so disappointing for me. Yeah, I didn't like it
1: at all. I liked it better than you did, but not by much. I
0: think Curtis liked it the most out of the three of us. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly.
1: But I could be wrong,
0: as often I am.
1: Let's see. All right, so this one's 101.
0: 101, 17 years old. I'll read you some some information about it. It was distilled in the spring of 2002 and aged on the first floor of Warehouse P. The 2019 release of this bourbon was named best of category at the Los Angeles International Spirits Competition. Okay. What was it competing against?
1: <laughs> There's not much My in this question. like range of like ultra-aged premium you know bourbons that are at a decently like proof down point, usually at this point they're either right at 90. Or they're like painful at like 130. Yeah. Sorry, we're also trying to coordinate
0: hand and stuff back and forth.
1: Okay. Part of me is
0: like, I gotta mentally prepare for this one.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Legs are also crazy with this one. Wow. Very oily. Colors really not super dark, to be honest. I mean, it's dark, but no, it's not but insane. It, but
0: it is, it, it's a nice color. Yeah. It is a pretty color. Um kind of trying to show it for the video a little bit as well. Yeah. But the nose kind of smells
1: graham crackery. Yeah. It's so, like graham cracker dust? We have something this year we can actually compare this to one on one. What's that? The Masters Keep. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah. So hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. So the master's key from this year is one proof point off, same age.
0: Yeah, that's true. We'll have to come back to that at some point.
1: And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if it's just the age at 17, but I got the same kind of notes that like Rick house, graham cracker, little s'mores. There's definitely some dark fruit in there. I don't, I don't dislike this nose. No, but I will say the Turkey one punched a little heavier. I
0: agree. I I totally agree with that. This is um It's not a bad nose.
1: No. I mean neither of them are bad. We're going to say a couple things on this where it's like you're comparing it to something else and it's like I prefer this one. This is like you're you're picking out of like 5 Lamborghinis here of which <laughs> car you want to take. I mean it's it's, it's it's they're all amazing. Okay. Okay.
0: I, I like it better than last
1: year's. I do, too. So, this takes a way different approach on the finish than Sazerac did. It's, it's a lot quicker of a finish. And it also... It doesn't take that pause. No, it doesn't at all. Mm-mm. But it, it it
0: just... It goes right into the finish. It lasts a few seconds, and then it's just heat. And that's all that I'm kinda of left with on my tongue.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean I don't dislike this. Again, impressive. Yeah. Not not as good as the Sazrak already. Yeah. But I again
0: by and large I like this better than I did last year's.
1: Yeah, last year I got almost like a weird sour note. Like yeah. I kept saying like it just something seems off. Yeah. Like it was a little strange. But I also, I'm never a big Eagle Rare person. I let that stuff sit on the shelf every time I pass it. Yeah. So this is not something I would reach for just on the label alone. Not that I have a chance to ever reach for this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did
0: you see that picture that circulated over the week of somebody who had a pallet of Eagle Rare uh, uh, cases? Yeah. And it fell off of the... hmm <laughs> 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 Fell off the lift. It's good stuff. Makes me laugh.
1: I mean, I got to understand that like it, that stuff happens, but also, you know that forklift driver was like, "Just going to go get in my car. Just going <laughs> home. She's not doing it today.
0: There's a free-for-all in the back of the parking lot. <laughs> they
1: can't fire me if I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs severance? I'm out.
0: <laughs> they can't fire me if I leave. That is some of the worst logic I've <laughs> ever heard. <laughs> That's literally a reason why you could get fired from your job. Nah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing.
1: I like the nose a lot better than the palate. I do too.
0: Palate I think is just I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think just generally it's fine. It's not it, I I don't feel the mm-hmm. desire to really go back for another drink.
1: Oh, I I do. But it's still, it's not my favorite compared to the Saz. This one leans very tobacco heavy. So I got a lot of sweetness off of the 17-year from uh, Wild Turkey. And it really kind of carries over that like s'mores presence into the palate. A little honey. Definitely a lot of age. This one's very oak present. It's very Rick House heavy. But the sweetness, that like underlying sweetness is just not... It's not there for me.
0: So their tasting notes, and I, I apologize, I didn't read the ones for the the Saz, which I can go back to if we need. Sure. Back. I'll go back. I uh, <laughs> So for the Saz Rye, they said this 2020 straight rye whiskey release has notable flavors of oak, caramel, and dark chocolate with a finish of coffee, black pepper, and cherries. All right. But the Eagle Rare 17, uh, they said this bourbon has a nose of ripe cherries, vanilla cream, and oak. Followed by a taste of caramel and coffee with a long finish of oak, pepper, and fresh herbs.
1: So I'm getting the fresh herbs and black pepper, but the other stuff I'm not getting a ton of.
0: Yeah. The the caramel on the palate, I think, is really apparent. Coffee really not so much. I don't I don't know if I totally agree with their nosing notes
1: either. And some of this may needs it, it just needs to open up. Sure. Because we're doing, I mean, a it's a two hundred mil for each, but it's a hundred mil for each, I think. But it's like yeah, it's a hundred mil. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fresh crack, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. At this point in time, I prefer the Saz over the Eagle Rare. Yeah. But I can, I wouldn't be upset with this one as much as I would have been with last year's. Last year's Eagle Rare could not have been comfortable purchasing a bottle.
1: No, and, you know, I would have got it just because of what it was if it had been an option. But if you've got, like, there's two out of this collection that if you're not used to collecting bourbon that you'll never see. And it's always this one and the Saz, the two we just had. (laughs) Um, The other ones, there's a chance you may see them. And it's getting to the point that pretty much the only ones you'll see are, like, stag and handy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you'll see the William Lurie Weller but that, that's it's getting harder and harder with that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just disappointing because you you chase these, and for a lot of people, they're the, kind of these unicorn bottles.
0: And for and for all of them, it, it is it is that unattainable level.
1: It it really truly is. You're lucky to get one of these, a year. Maybe very lucky. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's, y- you might honestly wait in line for five years before you get it.
0: I had one year where I was very, very fortunate enough to get two. Yeah. And, and that was purely out of good fortune and, and
1: luck. <laughs> yeah. And I've gotten, since I've started collecting five of these, but mm-hmm. none of them were for me. Because the first year I got it, I was like, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to appreciate this. I'm still <laughs> mixing stuff with Coke. What am I doing?
0: Famously, that was our second episode. Yes, we ever did. That was well before you came on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we reviewed the 2017 William Ruwell.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm just like I, there's, second I can't, episode. I can't appreciate this at all. No. The the
0: absolute most insane. Second episode for a bunch of amateur newbies, yeah, to put out.
1: And then the year after that, I was able to get of the 2018 another WLW and two Thomas Andys. Yeah, yeah. And then I got another Thomas Handy last year. Didn't you find a stag at some point? I found a stag, but it was, uh, it was it was up there a little.
0: There's a store in Richmond, and I'm not going to put them on blast. Um, the ones that gonna, are $800. I'm, I'm not going to name and shame, but, yeah, there there was a store like that. They, uh, But I went in, and they had most of the antique collection just sitting on the shelf. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was four or five, ten times higher than than the asking price, I was like, I don't want any of this.
1: It's insane. No, at that point, you have a museum. I'm glad that you Absolutely. have price tags along with it. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. It is what it is. You know what else
0: is what it is? This 129 Ooh. proof Thomas H. Handy Rye. It's a hun- 129 proof. I'm excited to get into this. Uh, it was distilled in the spring of 2014, aged in warehouses K, M, and N. Uh, it scored 99 points at the Ultimate Spirits Challenge in last year. Mm. It was also named third finest whiskey in the world. In Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> I wasn't
0: I wasn't ready for that.
1: No. <laughs> Have you ever had, like, a spiced honey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. Absolutely. There's a brand I love called Mike's Hot Honey. Nice. It's reminded me of that.
0: Lucy likes to put uh, hot honey on pizza. It's like a specific type of pizza.
1: Oh, Dude, yeah. There's a pizza you can get with hot honey already on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she likes to add it herself. Yeah. See, I just get it once a week and eat the entire thing before Diane gets home. It's <laughs> fantastic.
0: Diane doesn't listen to the show, so what she doesn't know won't hurt her. Exactly.
1: <laughs> no, this is this is great. Now, I will say I'm spoiled nose. with the sass. The sass has a lot going on with oh, the yeah. nose. This one is a little more upfront. just a couple of notes, but it uh, is hot. It is. And I'm expecting the palate to be an explosion. <sighs> I, do, I don't
0: know if I like the nose on this more than I did the Saz, though. Mm-mm. I think I might prefer the Saz nose just a bit more. You seem confused.
1: Yeah, put your arms up. Get ready for the camera. That's a touchdown. Dude, that is so good. That is a
0: home run, slam dunk, out of the park, whatever other sports metaphor, hat trick. A double-double. Yeah. Oh, that finish. woo Finish was good. As I'm talking, the
1: cinnamon is like assaulting yeah. my tongue. You know what this reminds me of? Um it reminds me a bit of Midwinter's night. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it is very Christmassy. It's extremely Christmassy. I just all of a sudden got like ready for Christmas mentally. I know. Just just it slapped me across the face. I'm
1: gonna go home and watch Elf now. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. It is a wonderful life. Yeah. No, this is, this is good, but it is very Christmassy. I remember the last one being a little more accessible like year-round. This one is definitely like, it just snowed for the first time. Guess what I'm getting at?
0: Uh, Why am I so excited for snow this year? I'm so excited for
1: Christmas. Is I, it because of the baby? It's because you're not going to be experiencing it for the first time, but somebody in this house will be.
0: Yeah, but she's also going to be like two months old at that point.
1: True, but Three? have you ever seen a kitten old. just playing in the snow? Like just things that have never experienced that yeah. it's going to be fantastic. Oh, I mean I can't I can't wait.
0: Yeah. We've already talked about like what Christmas
1: morning is going to be like. Oh, she's going to be so spoiled. Oh, so spoiled, oh. <laughs> so spoiled. <laughs> please. Yeah. You're going to be like, "We can we can afford to get like five gifts." And then your dad's going to be like, "Hold my beer." Like <laughs> 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 The entire family's going to be
0: like that. Yeah. I just know it. Anyway, sorry. I'm having a kid in case you didn't know.
1: Yeah. She's going to be here very soon. Ooh, going back into the nose, though, it's completely changed it. Now it's, like, pepperminty. It smells more like a
0: candle now. Yeah. I mean, kind of... It smells a little bit more manufactured.
1: It does. I will say the nose on the Saz was significantly better. However, the palate on this is... It's in it's in a bourbon drinker's wheelhouse. I need to make that distinction right now. This one is for a person that is regularly drinking high-proof bourbon that needs to transition into rye. The Saz is for somebody that really likes the nuance of some very high-aged rye because mm-hmm. that's something that when I listened to some of the episodes you did with Iverson, I personally had never experienced. I, just, yeah. I had trouble kind of getting into that, like... You know the nuance with the finish, that kind of like gap, and then all of a sudden you've got some finish coming up, and just dealing with the peppermint and some of the higher aged rye. And the first time I really got to delve into that was the fifteen year old Whistle Pig. Mm-hmm. Changed my life. I miss that bottle. That bottle change it will change your life. I
0: finished that bottle during quarantine.
1: Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> this one is <laughs> this one's very bourbon. Yeah. You know. It it is up front. Yeah. But
0: the finish is where it starts to become a rye whiskey. Yeah. And the the more that I excuse me, let it sit on my tongue and as I'm kinda talking too and kind of moving it around my mouth, the more I pick up on the the, the herbal notes, the more I start (sighs) noticing the baking spices, the more the cinnamon really comes forward as well.
1: And I'm not but, a big fan of the herbal notes, but this one, but it they did it right. I'm just, I'm just ready for Christmas now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: let's just go right to Christmas. That's so good. It's really good. I it, it, right now, ever so slightly, I think I'm going to
1: give the edge to the Saz though. I think I am too. Just a, just a hair. Yeah, and you know. I, I'm a sucker for something that's got a little sweetness. This is devoid of sweetness. <laughs> it's the cinnamon challenge of uh, yeah, of fried it is completely devoid of sweetness. Like there is next, next to nothing in it. What what they give for the tasting notes on this one? Uh, they gave very
0: little. The flavor profile includes cinnamon, anise, and honey. Okay,
1: that's it. I, that's all that they provided. So cinnamon and honey spiced honey we, we picked up on that one yeah the niece is like licorice
0: yeah i'm not really getting a licorice flavor though no
1: i'm not either it, it, but I, I feel like as i say that you know my
0: brain's going yeah you do idiot but i really don't i mean it's not until i start to think oh maybe there is licorice and i start to like search for it
1: yeah the power suggestion is going to put it there but i'm it, personally not getting i it. don't i don't really in in my own experience i don't i don't see it I mean, I get it a little on the nose, but like, it's just not. It's on the pre, on the palate. It's very classic bourbon until you get to the. Uh, yeah. Till you get to the end.
0: That's the weird part about it.
1: I would have, based on nose alone,
0: I really would have thought that it was a bourbon.
1: Yeah. It is darn good. It's... I will say, if you are somebody that is able to just pick up the licorice note from the get go, and you like it. I meant more for the people that don't like it, because I know there's some people mm. that like, kind of like me, with coffee and tea notes that are very heavy-handed. The second those come into play, but it's ruined the whole experience for me. Yeah. <sighs> it, th- this is this is this is
0: your favorite part. This is the showstopper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do.
0: I'm gonna do something crazy. Oh, yeah? Let's pour them at the same time. Oh, buddy. All <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so uh, we are now moving on to the George T. Stag at 130.4 proof and the William LaRue Weller at 134.5. My label uh, for the Stag got cut off at the bottom, so you can't see the, the proof. So that was the odd little pause that I did um, as I was looking through the notes. Oh, I got to be careful. I got to be careful not to pour too much. I just got excited. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't that much more than what I've been pouring with this, but it was just ever so slightly <laughs> more. <laughs> See, I got excited. These are the two that all, I mean, they are, they're like the crown jewels of yeah. the antique collection. Typically, at the very least. You I mean, know? if
1: you're a bourbon drinker, these are the ones that scream to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my God gosh the color on the weller is phenomenal wait until wait until you pour this and see this color oh my gosh wow why don't i tell you about the stag while you're you're pouring your weller as well the proverbial powerhouse favorite of the antique collection george t stag comes in at 130.4 proof this year last year's release was awarded 97 points in the 2020 ultimate spirits collection and fans will find the familiar stag taste profile they know and love uh, I'm not gonna go into that. This year's release contains bourbon from barrels finished in the spring uh, excuse me, filled in the spring of two thousand five. Storage location of these barrels varied across warehouses LK and Q. The evaporation loss for this year's batch was fifty nine percent, a bit higher than the last few years releases. Okay. I don't remember the, the evaporation from last year.
1: I don't. I just remember the sas being astronomical. Do you want me to read
0: the, the Weller, too, before we get to or do you want me to wait until after we've had the stack?
1: No, let's, let's get the Weller now.
0: Okay. Uh, the Antique Collection's Uncut Unfiltered Weeded Recipe Bourbon is William Lure Weller. Previous editions of this weeder have won many accolades, including the 2019 release receiving a gold medal at the Los Angeles International Spirits Competition and also named second finest whiskey in the world in Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible. The 2020 release was distilled in the winter of 2008 and aged in warehouses I and C. This bourbon registers at 134.5 proof. Yikes. Highest proof Weller we've had in the past three or four years. Yeah. Stagwise, uh, last year was what, 119? Year before was like one twenty five, yeah, or something. I think it was in the one thirties the year before. I can't remember off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, no, this is nice because last year they got a lot of flack for the proofing on the stag. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So
0: let's just let's just do it. I guess let's just get into
1: it. I stag, a, uh, stag first. I left a little bit of my eagle rare too.
0: I left a little bit of my uh, my handy. Oh, all right, let's do it. <laughs> All right. I can pour a little bit more of the Eagle no, Beer. Twist man. my arm. You're all good. But, all right. George T. Stag.
1: here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> You've yes. got to be kidding me.
0: Yes. It's <laughs> That is singeing my nose hairs.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely hot. It's good.
0: That's a great
1: nose. It is, man. I mean every stag junior i've had it's it's above
0: i agree yeah by far i agree but this this could give it a run for its money this year on the nose at the very least
1: yeah and you know the the thing that's strange with it too is like by far stag senior is one of the most consistent noses it's one of the most consistent noses I've had. Like, I mean, every one I've had, which I think this is the fifth release I've had of Stag Senior. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, I actually. mean, they are like the exact same wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, you you, you want to think or they, warehouse or warehouse, yeah. <laughs> but you want to think that they'd be a little different from year to year, kind of like the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof releases. Not at all. No,
0: they're all very similar.
1: Now I will say this one has something from last year I didn't get. It's got some brininess to it.
0: I was just about to say that. Yeah, and it's very, it's very strange. Yeah, and I really was not anticipating it, but it's it's present.
1: It is. Uh, it's like it's like a cured ham. Yeah, I just had some Jefferson's Ocean uh, a couple nights back. It's got a little bit of that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I think we just found the cure for coronavirus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got to wait in line for it. <laughs> <laughs> Social <laughs> distance, please. No.
0: And then your insurance doesn't pay for it. Exactly. They <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean my insurance doesn't cover bourbon? Oh, it, used, it used to.
1: <laughs> it's been like a hundred years. It's been a
0: literal hundred years yeah. since Prohibition.
1: <laughs> anyway. Oh, man.
0: What are you, what are you thinking?
1: It's reminding me a lot of Booker's 30th. I can see that. It's got I some Jim that. Beam-esque qualities to it. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I'm disappointed by this, but there's not as much nuance as last year's. There's not as much stag. Well, so last it. year's we kind of it had the kind of the SAS 18 thing going on where it it had like, you know, layers and stuff, and I I the one before that, I got a lot of like um I got a lot of like uh, pecan pie notes, and I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this one, the nose is the palate. Just (laughs) it is. I mean, I I love consistency, but like there is no differentiation from the nose to the palate. Granted, there doesn't need to be. The nose is phenomenal. It's it's a very like I don't even know what to explain this sensation style like (laughs) nose. Uh, It's just darn good yeah uh but i there's not there's not much difference from from the nose at all there there's not like a evolving anything Mm -mm. but it is very pleasant oh it's so pleasant
0: and 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 that's a weird thing to say about stag because stag should it it just is normally kind of associated with (laughs) just getting punched in the face yeah i mean it like it it's you don't sip that and go well, this is enjoyable. I'd like to smooth. have another. Smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no one has it, and they're like, ah, ah smooth. Ah,
1: smooth. It is it is slightly confusing. It is. I, it will, is.
0: I will say that.
1: I want to come back to it after we have some of the weller. I agree. I want to see if it just sitting there opens it up at all.
0: I got to take a sip of water before we do that,
1: though. It's probably fair. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump on that one, too.
0: <sighs> okay. Okay 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 134.5 proof <laughs> all right uh oh my
1: goodness all right Ooh. okay i got a weird nose i'm not it's not off-putting but it's weird <laughs> we both i think
0: we both had the same reaction is it perfumey
1: it's sawdust huh it's like potpourri and sawdust I get the potpourri aspect there. I got that I think kind of drying quality Yeah, that I guess I get from sawdust. Maybe not necessarily the smell. I think that's where I'm coming at with the, the perfume note. And we've had one of these before that was pretty floral.
0: Yeah. Was 2018, 2018, I think. 2018, absolutely. It is... <laughs> we did... I, we just... Like we had choreographed it. Yeah. I sniffed and you took your glass away. And then you sniffed and I took my glass away. That was just mostly for the folks watching the video, but still, it was funny.
1: I, I like this. It's got. It some, doesn't
0: smell like Weller to me.
1: No, it doesn't smell like Weller. It's got some cherry. It does have that potpourri, a bit of a drying effect on the, even the nose, which is strange, but I think that's just how so high proof. It's like. Yeah. I don't know. You can't really avoid that. Um. I don't know. I think the palate is going to be where this really shines. It
0: took me a little bit, but I finally started to get cherries on the nose.
1: Yeah. It's like a cherry. But it's
0: really buried in there.
1: Really buried. (laughs) 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 I'm so sorry for the new listeners. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely, I want to go in for the palate. Yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was looking for. Mm. <laughs> okay, that mm. cherry is present mm. on the palate. Oh, but it's like cherry vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cherry Garcia. It's good <laughs> stuff.
0: But, but you're also pairing it
1: with like a snickerdoodle. Oh, yeah. No, this is like... I mean, it's it's definitely some, like, strange Christmas candy creation. I, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I do want to give these a few minutes to kind of sit, because both of these, like, really high proofers last year kind of benefited from us yeah. pulling back from a minute and maybe coming back to see if there's some sweet notes that have turned up, because... Just like the handy, so far there's not much uh, yeah. as far as sweetness. Well, I I have a
0: little bit of the the handy left over. You have a little bit of the equal rare left over.
1: Yeah, we'll just kind of compare.
0: Let's just yeah talk talk about them at, at least in in regards to our previous comments. The handy smells more like a rye than it did before.
1: Okay. I'm gonna be honest, I'm just having a hard time picking up the eagle rare now. Well,
0: it's, we did go from hundred and thirty four to one oh one, so
1: True. I mean it's just kind <laughs> that's of that's not lost unsurprising.
0: In the glass. <laughs> oh, no, that definitely smells like a rye now. Wow. Boy, it sure tastes like it too.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. oh that's good. Wow, that's really good. That just turned into like almost a creme brulee. I don't hate that. No. That's kind of nice, actually. Very subtle. Didn't we have a, a sweet note on last year's, too, that we talked about? I think I, so. I, I don't remember it verbatim, but I, I know that we were, like, just a little disappointed by it. <laughs> and, it, again, disappointed comparatively.
0: Ever so slightly. Yeah. <laughs> is is a minute enough time for these to open? Yeah, let's just let's just find out.
1: Let's just find out. Trying to swirl it around a little.
0: (laughs) Act like you know what you're doing, Swan. Yeah. Same amateur hour here on this. My bourbon podcast.
1: I actually did. (laughs) (laughs) Do a (laughs) little something. Okay, so that it's still, like, send your you know nose hairs level hot. Less so than it was before, though. Yeah, and it it's got. Some vanilla that's coming forward, but like I this don't know how to explain. This is the stag, it. by the way. Yeah, this we're back to the stag. This is like uh, it's like vanilla bean ice mm-hmm. cream, not necessarily like just imitation vanilla. But it is buried in there, man. It is. I mean, you got to look for it. Yeah, I I'm
0: really getting some berry notes on there now too. Yeah, dark berries.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, the nose has not changed a ton. The palate for me has changed quite a bit.
0: The palate has really, really shown up after opening it up for a couple of minutes.
1: Yeah. Oh. So what are you getting that's different? I'm getting one note in particular that I, I really enjoy. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure food of mine. But it's uh, dates. I was going to say walnuts. Yeah. Oddly enough. And
0: strangely too i'm kind of getting like a nutella (laughs) note on there it's it's still staying in the the dark part of the flavor profile yes but it it does have these little bursts of sweetness and brightness
1: it does and i think it's
0: in the the vanilla part of it um kind of a I don't know, like like French vanilla, I think is what I'm I'm leaning towards here.
1: If you pulled the stagness out of this, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> just like that yeah. kind of like harsh stuff. <laughs> it really does actually kind of remind me of the 17 year um, wild turkey a little bit. Yeah, it's got some of that. So I used some of the same notes. Like I I had some like I think for the stat or for that I had s'mores and like fig newtons. Yeah. We're just kind of the things that show. Yeah, up. I kinda see that. This too. has got a little fig Newton thing yeah. going on. Like it's a little sweet, but it's also definitely that kind of like dark fruit. Bitter kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I get that. Very enjoyable. Uh I I would definitely recommend grabbing a bottle of this. Grab any of them that you see uh, this year. I- <laughs> we're we're still looking for what uh we would, you know, recommend the most, I guess. I and and I don't wanna you know, jump
0: too far ahead of myself before I try the, the Weller again. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to get back into the Weller. Yeah,
1: I'll join you on that. The,
0: oh. the, no- the nose has changed so much on this.
1: It's gone from potpourri to, like, legitimate sweetness.
0: Yeah, but it's also being coupled with a bitter dark chocolate.
1: Oh, yeah. I,
0: not, not like a super high percentage, but it is definitely dark chocolate Enough. on the nose. But even, it's so strange with with the, the WLWs. I don't get it on any other Weller products. But across the board, I seem to get a savory note with WLW.
1: Now, when and you say savory, are you talking about more like the seasonings and stuff that go with it? Or like legitimately like a meat? I'm
0: of? I'm talking like chocolate-covered pretzel. Like the balance between sweet and savory. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not meaty.
1: No, and I got this on the stag as well. There's, like, almost a brininess that comes with yeah. both of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I enjoy that. And it's not even the same brininess as, like, a Jefferson's Ocean, where it's, like, over the head. Like, you know, it's definitely, like, briny. This is just, like, somebody went out of their way to make, like, a salty-sweet combo. I will say,
0: having, having been on Buffalo Trace barrel picks before, and I mean that... Picks at Buffalo Trace, not necessarily just for the brand Buffalo Trace. Getting to taste Weller straight from the barrel. This is very indicative of it on the nose. This full-on reminds me of going in a Rick House, having the barrels laid out in front of me, and then being able to taste those spirits as I'm looking at the barrel itself. This is a really... Really good nose.
1: I I think you pointed something out just now that's very important. If you have a bourbon that is going to point out an experience you've previously had that you you carry fondly, that's the one you need to be buying. I think WLW is going to take the crown this year for me. I got to agree with you.
0: I, I think that this is easily the best one in show for the antique collection this year. It's,
1: that finish is remarkable. It's so good. This is, like, I have a hard time pulling apart some flavors in in these BTAC releases. Because I know better than to put something out there, if you were just to let it sit five more minutes, it's going to change. If you're going to keep the bottle for a couple of months and it's been opened, it's going to change. there. This is one of those that you could take an ounce pour every single week. And have it, and it will not be the same from week to week. Yep. I mean, that's that's your money right there. I mean, if it, if you find it at ninety nine ninety nine, suggest the oh, MSRP. Buy all day long. Yeah, that's that's this, this is that's it. where your your money's at, man. Yeah. The, <laughs> but the other four. I've got a weird lineup for this one this uh, year. I'm
0: I'm teetering on odd as well. Yeah.
1: I think I'm gonna put the handy above the stack. Oh, I'm really gonna mess with you then. <laughs> you go for it. I want to hear your full lineup. Let's go. What, I'll, what I'll are go, you getting this year? If you I'll get go, the chance?
0: I'll go one to five. One being my my must buy. Five being a pass. Weller for sure mm-hmm. is my number one. I cannot. I I can't. I can't deny that. This is so tough. It's so tough because, really, I think this is a solid year for oh, the antique collection. Yeah. I think it's much more consistent than it was last year. Mm-hmm. I think the only real outlier is the the eagle rare. Yeah, and it's not because it's bad. It's just that it's not up to par with everything else. And I think that's going to put me at put the eagle rare at a five for me. So maybe I'm going. I'm bouncing back and forth. Yeah, just closing in the walls. Just a a little bit. Um, Dang it. Hold on. I've got to do some scientific research here.
1: Oh, I know my lineup, but I want want yours. I want to watch you struggle a little bit because it's hard. You're pulling a Chad and Sarah where they do a big flight. I am. And they're just like, this is the hardest one we've ever had to do. And you're like, oh, well, the last eight episodes you said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. I got to have a little bit more of the Saz 18 to make my make my decision. Not that I'm mad about it. Oh, no. Because I'm not mad about it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what a shame. What's mm-hmm. a, what a shame it is.
1: He looks so confused.
0: I am. And I wasn't anticipating this, but... Mm-hmm. Weller, Saz, Stag, Handy, Eagle Rare.
1: Exact same lineup. (laughs) Exact same lineup. I was not anticipating that at all, man. No, no. I really wasn't. No, for me, it was easy. It was WLW, Saz, and then we got the Stag, Thomas Handy. And uh, then you got the the, the, eagle or, the eagle rare, yeah. And the only reason I'm putting it in that order is the WLW is the standout champ on this one. It is definitely the best out of the out of the bunch for me. Yeah. The Saz eighteen is, while it's surprisingly good, it is phenomenally nuanced. Yeah, I mean it, it is. It has just this way of like when you go to the distillery and you get a tour. And it's from some, you know, tour guide that's been there yeah. for a little while and it's great. It's fine. That was last year's SAS 18. This year's SAS 18 is a guided tour where you were the accidentally, the only person that showed up for a tour <laughs> with Freddie Johnson. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be like, screw it. We'll take some extra time. Yeah. You know, he'll just go through everything. Yeah. Like it, it. it is just a absolute storyteller bourbon. Like he goes through it and the stag is good this year i think it's it's you know really strong there's definitely going to be ones that it's going to open up and it's going to be stronger later on cuz even just a few minutes did it some justice oh yeah the then you you get the thomas handy i'm not overly impressed with it this year
0: i'm not really either
1: i'll be honest it's good but like it's a six year you know,
0: it's a six-year barrel-proof rye whiskey.
1: It's a six-year, yeah. And last year, it like punched way above that weight. Oh, for sure. But this year, it's just not like it's. It's definitely what it is. Is it still better than like Templeton Rye at six years? Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. But like <laughs> that—that's a harsh comparison. But I mean, it's it's in this lineup, it's not standing out. Eagle Rare's just—I mean, it's it's, it's just good. fine. Yeah, I, it it. But it doesn't read
0: limited edition to me. It also doesn't read like it's that much better than Eagle Rare 10 year 90 proof. Yeah, truly it it does not seem like it deserves as much <laughs> a- accolades as the the 10 year. It, it doesn't seems to present.
1: And it seems like the people that really go after it are one of two people, it's the people that are trying to complete the the lineup whether it's from this year or not, or it's somebody's favorite, and the rest of the lineup is just like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just legitimately that's their favorite. Like, I I know a guy that, you know, we took a small bit of the sample last year because he used to get one every single year for Mm -hmm. his dad, and it was just a very sentimental thing for him. And ever since then, that is his bourbon. If he can get his hands on it, he's willing to pay a good amount of money. And we just took the last little bit we had, and we're like, here you go. Try it out, Tim.
0: He can have this one, too
1: loved it but i mean that's the thing that's your target audience with this one it's not the people that are like the proof hounds the ones that are really looking for like the crazy nuance like the saz 18 like it's a very targeted audience which is perfectly fine because it's usually the lowest yield that and the saz 18 are way down compared to the rest
0: it is a very solid year Mm -hmm. i i think this is a better year for the antique collection than last year was I still don't know if anything's it. it I still prefer the twenty seventeen Weller.
1: Twenty seventeen Weller, I think was better. The twenty eighteen George C. Stag's been my favorite I've had so far. Mm. That's okay. even with me having the um,
0: the hazmat the stag. Hazmat. Yeah, yeah. I think the hazmat stag was better. No nah, man, I all I about that the pecan pie. That's
1: that's that's I where
0: I'm at. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. You're getting comfy over there at the end of this review. (laughs) Yeah, just relaxing, man. Just chilling. Just chilling. Well, I think that's that's it for the review. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it.
1: I wasn't either, man. That is an odd lineup.
0: I was not ready for that.
1: I hate that we ranked one of them that I know that I'm not going to find so high up. (laughs) But even still. Yeah. I've seen that bottle for sale one time in person yeah and it was my first year hunting and it was behind the tasting bar right and they had it all lined up for people to grab and I sat there 20 feet away (laughs) stared at it the entire time and watched it disappear oh like it's just
0: that's brutal yeah that is brutal Mm Mm-hmm. ugh I'm sorry
1: but hey you get to try it I do this year I do man and last year I moved up in the world yeah (laughs) (laughs) Moved up in the world. You
0: have truly gone on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll let history decide. Yeah. (laughs) Swan, it's time for a segment that we don't normally do here on the show, but it's our mailbag segment. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for this email. Um, It makes me very happy. Mm Mm-hmm. It was one that I received a couple days ago, was not anticipating, and is just very sweet. So if you'll indulge me for a moment. And by the way, if you want to send us an email, you can do so at thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. We love hearing from people. Yeah. Tweet at us, Instagram, DM us, slide into our DMs, all that good stuff. We'll be happy to respond to it. And maybe we'll just read it out on air like we're about to do here. Uh, This email is from Paul. He said, uh, Dear Perry and Howdy Swan. (laughs) You've been included. Howdy. Congratulations. (laughs) Howdy. said, I found your podcast several months ago whilst my wife was in the final stages of our first pregnancy. It was my first bourbon podcast and I spent a lot of time listening to the back episodes as well. Your content is great. The interviews are fantastic and the show format always works so darn well. Needless to say, I'm a big fan. And I need to up my Patreon support level because you guys do great work that I want to see thrive.
1: Very. So much. Just
0: very kind. Anyway, I am sure your wife is going through the final nesting process, uh, process rather, which is exciting as she is getting ready for your newborn. Throughout our pregnancy, I found my wife doing this and she stockpiled every baby item known to man. While she was getting ready for the baby, I was nesting to my own way, buying copious amounts of bourbon to add to my collection store pick after store pick tater after tater and everyday drinker after everyday drinker a lot of which was influenced by your podcast and then he puts in parentheses maybe i should send you my credit card bill nah thought that thought
1: Uh, we got our own buddy (laughs) hopefully my child can
0: forgive me for spending the college fund on bourbon fast forward to seven weeks ago plus a few days i am now a proud boy dad his name is alex hi alex what's up alex I obviously as a first time parent and only child, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing either, but I'm excited. (laughs) Thankfully, my wife knows what she is doing when it comes to child rearing. Even though she knows everything, I still find myself up at all hours feeding the young one. Since he was born, I can tell you that he and I have both listened to at least five episodes together at the wee hours of the morning during feedings. Granted, he was a few years away from being able to consume a bourbon uh, and probably has no idea what you were talking about. Uh, But your podcast is clearly a father-son bonding experience for us and does a great job keeping me awake at 3 a.m. But that's enough about us. I just wanted to wish you and your wife the best of luck. It will change your life forever, but for the better. Not that I am any expert, but please do not hesitate to reach out. If you have any questions, at the minimum, I can give you a few suggestions. If you or Swan, uh, again, you've been included here. Congrats. I are ever in Chicago. Please do not hesitate to reach out. If nothing else, I can give you a number of places to find great store picks. Can't wait to hear your banked episodes and your post-fatherhood ones as well. Best of luck as fatherhood approaches, and I look forward to the upcoming pods. Cheers, Paul. Paul, cheers to you, too. Thanks so much. This is and, one of the sweetest emails yeah. we've ever gotten.
1: And look on the bright side, man. You're just stockpiling bourbon that are from the same <laughs> year that Alex has been born in. So Absolutely. when he turns 21, you can just take a one ounce sample of each and just be like, "Here you go, man. You got a whole collection." I,
0: I love, I love too that Alex is listening to this, and clearly he has no idea that we're even talking. Hopefully, he, you know, might have just a slight subconscious memory in the back of his brain. <laughs> Where one day, we might eventually meet him and we're like, hey, Alex, do you want a glass of bourbon? He's like, I know you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that or he's going to go to the park and he's going to be like, check it out, it's a swan. It's like, I'm going to go talk to him. We'll go hang out. <laughs> that bird's going to show him what's up. Does that swan <laughs> like bourbon, dad? Yeah.
0: <laughs> now I'm picturing, you know, you you go to like the, the pond or whatever, or the park, and they've got the the machine set up where you put 25 cents in and you get some snacks for the, the wildlife or whatever. Yeah. There's just you out in the middle of a pond.
1: No, 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 (laughs) That's too much work. I'm right next to the machine going, what you going to do with that? (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. Just waiting. Hey man. Hey man. What's that? Want to share?
0: What you going to do with that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. I love doing mailbag it's always so fun. good man it's great hearing from people so if you would like to do that again uh, this is my bourbon at gmail.com we appreciate everybody who reaches out to us it's just it's wonderful it makes me happy you know what else makes me happy tips and bits
1: tips and bits
0: where we recommend things not always bourbon related sometimes mm-hmm. it is but uh, what about this week's one
1: I've been trying to get into a new show I wanted to I wanted to find something with just a ridiculous amount of seasons, so I started Criminal Minds. Oh, why? It is so heavy, man.
0: (laughs) That is not something you need with your insane work
1: schedule, either. It is so heavy. (laughs) Like, I catch myself getting really into it, and then like 30 minutes in, I'm just like, oh, Uh -oh. man. (laughs) Let me see if I can find something a little happier. <laughs> Hop on Instagram for a few minutes. I'm, like, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. And i get back, <laughs> just get back into it. I'll
0: watch a random episode of Parks and Rec and then be fine.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, I've been watching that. And then also uh, just... Get, getting outside, man, because I, I noticed that there's been so many people that have just stayed in their house for this entire thing.
0: Today was so pleasant. Dude,
1: yes. It was the best weather we've outside. had in Kentucky in forever. Exactly. And have you seen next week? There's like three days that the high is 75 degrees. Oh, yes. Sunny, nice. Just get outside. Thank you. Unless you're in uh, the West Coast thinking about you guys. Yeah, yeah uh, but definitely, definitely get outside. Just enjoy the weather. I,
0: you know what's funny? Speaking of the West Coast, I was looking at the the stats for the podcast the other day. Our number one U.S. listening audience comes from California. All right. So I, I just want to say I hope everybody's doing all right. I'm going to try to find a uh, uh, some some kind of charity or, or cause to help to donate towards mm-hmm. here soon because uh, we appreciate you guys and shoot. It's just yeah, that's miserable. a bummer. That is a bummer. Yeah. And, and you know, I hope everybody's doing okay, best they can be. Seeing some of so. the
1: pictures is just wild. I saw Ugh. one today of a mail truck, and it was just, like, completely red all the way around the mail truck. And Ugh. I was just like, wow, that's crazy editing. It was like, not edited. Like, no, nope. oh, of course man. not.
0: All right. Of course. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm still uh, watching parks and Rec again with Lucy we're, we're perfect recommendation we're getting close to the end I think I've tips and or bits did this a couple times in the past but who cares it, yeah it's such a good show yeah it's so good I also spent all of uh, Sunday just watching the Avengers movies oh yeah that was my entire day on Sunday it was nice I just needed yeah. I needed a day off and I needed to Just watch something that made me happy. Avengers movies will do it. They did. Until the end of Endgame. And then I was a blubbering mess for a little while. (laughs) It was almost like my brain forgot that that was something that was about to happen. Yeah. And then once it did, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And then I cried so much that I had to get an IV drip. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it feels like at times. (laughs) so it's a good movie but it is hard right there at the end it is it's tough but I think that's it for this week's episode
1: it is man
0: a big one a very big episode big big announcements big reviews all that good stuff Mm -hmm. thank you all so much for listening and sticking with us it's been a a heck of an episode once again if you uh, are looking for our very first run of Glassware or our very first podcast pick uh, all that information is found at patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. And uh, we're, we're going to be putting info more info about that out uh, in the coming weeks. The sign-up for the the pick is going to be available this Friday. So be on the lookout for that. You can also follow us on social media. Swan, where can people follow you on social media?
1: I'm at my bourbon Finder on Instagram and Facebook.
0: And I am at PeerRitter1492 on all social media channels. You can find the show itself at my bourbon Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can send us an email if you have questions or comments, much like Paul did, uh, to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. You can also find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com, including but not limited to face masks. Yeah, so you can protect yourself, your loved ones, friends, all that good stuff, uh, from the coronavirus. You can get the logo on there, or a couple of other designs. I think I have floating around there as well. I can't remember for sure. <laughs> I also go live every Thursday evening uh, on YouTube. Uh, my live stream is at youtube.com/slash. This is my bourbon podcast. We just hit today five hundred subscribers. So. That means that I've got a giveaway coming here soon. Uh, so stay on the lookout for that. Got to get all that organized. But uh, I appreciate everybody who has uh, subscribed over on the YouTube channel. Love being able to grow stuff like that. And more YouTube comment comment content is coming soon. So we're getting there. We're getting there. We're moving up in the world. <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing things. We're moving and shaking. We're Sh- trying shake, to. Shaking and moving? Mostly shaking.
1: Yeah. okay um (laughs) so this vivid like swan butt shaking (laughs) goodness gracious
0: you can also leave us a review and rating on the itunes podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcast, if they allow that and uh, if you do a five-star review we'll actually read it out here on the show swan we've got two New reviews this week.
1: All right. Hit me with
0: them. Uh, This first one comes from MRX2535. Uh, This is a very specific one. He said, great episode 143. Love the openness and banter you and Dixon shared during this episode. So thank you, MRX. Appreciate that. Uh, And this next one comes from Whiskey Mutant. Uh, Five stars, a little bit of everything. He says, if you are looking for a pod that not only has bourbon news, reviews, and interviews, but a touch of pop culture, video games, and comics talk, uh, then this is the pod you are looking for. This podcast is over 9,000. Can I just say Whiskey Mutant? I get it.
1: I get it. That's Eric.
0: You did it. Yeah, that is Eric. That is Eric, isn't it?
1: Good old Eric. Ah,
0: oh, how about that? Well, if you want to be like Eric and support the show on Patreon, you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. And for as little as $5 a month, you get bonus content like the pregame chats, which come out the day before every episode and the last call, which comes out the Thursday after every episode. I apologize for not putting out the last call last week. I recorded it when I was by myself and it sounded very sad and I figured it was, <laughs> it was best not to release it, but, uh. We've got some really fun last calls and uh, Swan and I are about to head to the last call lounge here in just a minute. Oh yeah. So that's it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening and for just supporting the show every week. It means a lot to us and uh, I think that's it. Next week, I think Curtis is coming back. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) We'll see you all next week. But until then, I'm Perry. And I'm Swan. And this is my bourbon podcast.